Hello and welcome to the Drinkin' Geek Out Podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and talk about it. Alright everybody, welcome back to the Marvel Draft. And this is episode number 56. Alright, so we have our lists. I'm going to recap them really quick just so you guys, you know, if you didn't revisit 55 or you didn't listen to 55 and you're too lazy to go back because why read Harry Potter's first book when you can go to the last book (laughs) and figure out what happens. But uh, team staff is Iron Man, Ant-Man, Quicksilver, Witcher Soldier, and Groot. Dustin is Thor, Black Panther, Star-Lord. Spider-Man, Scarlet Witch, Keith has the Incredible Hulk, Vision, Wasp, Punisher, Rocket the Raccoon, and Pale has Cap, Doctor Strange, War Machine, Logan, and Gamora. Alright, I'm not going to tell you the, the positions that we drafted them in. We'll figure that out when we actually go into battle, because mm-hmm. that's what today is. We are going to battle. It is Team Saf with Team Dustin versus Keith and Pale. Uh, that'll be round one. And we we basically have discussed that the leaders will go against each other, the hand-to-hands will be pitted against each other, and so on and so forth. So... Uh, Pale, how do you feel your team can do? What do you like? How do you like your chances? I love my chances. Yeah, <laughs> I have a lot of strength and uh, fight and smarts. I have a leader, a good, really strong leader. But how does your mouth feel? <laughs> <laughs> well, if I put my team in my mouth, it's gonna get it's gonna get really fucked up. <laughs> All right, and then as as a team with, controlled with uh, with Keith, like together, do you think? You well, so let me correct you. It's going to be those two fighting each other. It's going to be two separate battles. Oh, oh, and then so then the winners yeah. are going to go against and each then other. The losers will face each other. Oh, I thought it was team battles. It's team battles, but your uh, team versus you know we're, we're all against each other. Oh. Okay. oh, oh, so whoever wins from Keith and Pale will fight whoever wins between. Got it. You and me. This is a failure on my part. So would you have drafted (laughs) differently? I explained it wrong. Would you have drafted differently if you had known that? No? No. No. I drafted thinking that I'm going to be versus everybody. Mm -hmm. Okay. Eventually you will fight everybody except for whoever loses over. Right. I just just assumed it was... Okay. Oh, I see. You you thought like we would go against us all at one time. Yeah, I thought it was all in one. Like Civil War style where they're all just like at the airport. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. I think that might get confusing. That's why I kind of broke it up this way. That's fair. All right. Yeah. So how do you like your chances against Keith? <laughs> I really like him a lot. <laughs> really? His leader is more. Rocket. <laughs> and my leader is Captain America. <laughs> Shit talk! You know who the winner is there, yeah, obviously. Right, but Hulk and Wolverine, we know he's going to win that one. Hey, they've had lots of battles. They had a lot of battles. Yeah, but Hulk usually wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Eventually. Oh, yeah. let's not talk about that yet. All right. Keith, All right. what do you think your chances are against Pale? Um... Mm. It's gonna be a tough. It'll be a tough battle. Just looking at it on paper right now, it, right. it'll be it'll be close. It'll be close. Yeah, we could probably say that those two will go first safely, um, <laughs> because I'm gonna sit here and say I feel great about my team, and Saf's gonna be like, "Oh, I feel great about I feel my very team." Confident. Exactly. Right. So it's gonna be a tough matchup. That's why I put us together. Yeah, it will be a pretty tough matchup. We drafted well. <laughs> so Saf and Dustin, you what do you think about hard head to head? 
Our, uh, this our is, battle. This is actually going to be interesting because this is very unbiased mm-hmm. for the teams. But we could you could pretty much find the the biases in our you know conversations based on what we normally go for when it comes to uh, the Marvel heroes. Uh, looking at the teams, I it's a coin flip for some of these things, but I think Pale can pull it through. Yeah, I think Pale might have the stronger team overall. Yeah, but the Hulk. I mean. Right there. Loki has an army. Avengers have a Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it'll be tough. It'll be tough. So what type of battles are we going through? Are we doing like straight head-to-head battles? We have skills challenges. What's going on? I mean, really, it's just all out brawl. I didn't really think of anything like specific. No specific like um, whatever you call it, like fights they go through or, or any special combat. Okay, just... all right. So is there any limitations? Are we saying that uh, you are doing hand-to-hand combat, no one can help you uh, in the hand-to-hand category? Or, you know, like aerial versus aerial only? Are we limiting, you know, because it with Keith, Keith has Rocket. And Rocket could build the Punisher, mm-hmm. anything that the mm-hmm. Punisher would want. Are we just limiting to, all right, at this point we're stopping... Every all the production of anything, all the preparation, we're saying, all right, Punisher versus Gamora, go. You know, let's have. Well, maybe as a leader that they can hop in somewhere else as that leadership quality. Maybe we could throw that in there. If we decide that Captain America is better leader than Rocket, Captain America is still around, but Rocket's gone now. Then we'll just go down the list that way, and Mm -hmm. so Captain America can help in the next fight. But then that might make that unbalanced for whoever those two. Whatever right. we pick then, as a second, because yeah. now it's two on one. Because hell, I'll just put Hulk as leader then. <laughs> and it's like, oh, win, 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 win. Right. So, yeah, ooh, I don't know. See, I almost feel like because you do if have you just Hulk. do head to head, then this would be done a lot quicker. Yeah, and we can just go through it that way. Yeah, because you could debate could this till argue that you would, you would probably win yeah. because <laughs> you do have Hulk that could you know help out in every category. Yeah, because Hulk won't know to stop; he'll just smash everything. We'll fight yeah. over here. I'll fight over here. I'll fight over here. <laughs> right, let me jump over here a couple of miles and fight. Just like, just like Ragnarok. No, Hulk. Bad. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> what <a> smash. <laughs> bad, bad guy. <laughs> You're a really bad friend. No, you're a bad friend. All right. Um, all right. So we're going to take a look at this. We're just going to run down the list, the leaders between all the teams. Uh, all the players on the team, excuse me, Rocket versus Cap. Well, that's easy. <laughs> that is pretty much an easy one. But Rocket could have something up his, up his sleeve, sleeve where he could like last second. him. Yeah. Or, like, he took uh, out tricky. all those, uh, what are, the Reavers or whatever they are, mm-hmm. all by himself until, like, eventually another group of them came. But right. He's pretty skilled at jumping around, putting bombs on people, and like mm-hmm. he's even good at making the plans to like escape the prison too. He's so little that, you like forget about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's always got like something up his sleeve, like you said. And he could like it, even the playing field a little bit. Like if Cap had a shield or something, he could find a way to like get rid of the shield, maybe. Yeah, you know, like magnet. Like, but then exactly. if it comes down to head to head, then yeah, yeah. I mean, if you just look at the the, the, the scores, anyways. Cap is sixth, seventh on the list, and Rocket is down. We have a 4.0 
versus a 3.17. So Cap has maybe not as much intelligence as Rocket. It's 3 versus 5, but he has the strength against him. 5 versus 2. But if Rocket's smart enough to stay out of his yeah, reach, yeah. then... Three speed versus a two speed. And it's debatable because I think that the speed it should be up a little bit, maybe, for um, Rocket. Because you're not really talking about his agility there. Right. Like, just basically running without any assistance he's going to be slower but i mean we've seen him with those jetpacks on stuff yeah, like that yeah. bouncing around and all those things yeah i mean all the other things are you know kind of comparable you know like four for power cap three for power rocket four for fight six for cap you know it's mm-hmm. it's really close i think at the end of the day though cap would win that one mm-hmm. i think we we can all agree on that I'm just trying to, you know, pull up for the little guy, you know. Yeah, I would literally. say, I mean, I think he'd put up a hell of a fight just because of his intelligence and his creative, mm-hmm. creative mind to be do battle. Mm-hmm. But I think at the end of the day, Captain America wins. Yeah, I just, I just, I can't think of any situation where Rocket would win. I could probably think of a situation, but not really. <laughs> you know, like it'll, you know, I'm a kid from Brooklyn. I'm going to be up every single time. You knock me down, I'm, I'm yeah. fighting you again. You know. So I think I'm good with that because the next one's going to be all out brawl. This one, mm. this one's going to be a much closer battle. Mm-hmm. And with the history between the two, you know, Wolverine shows up in a Hulk comic. Yeah, so. Hulk versus is like a series of films, and there's one with him and versus Wolverine. Yeah. So it's it's intense. Hulk wins every time. Mm-hmm. But not because he defeated Wolverine. It's just either one of them gave up or. <laughs> Something else interrupted the fight. It's just like any other battle that Hulk was in. He wins. Because the more the angrier he gets, the stronger mm-hmm. he gets. Um, and if we look at the movies, Logan is dead. Yeah. Hulk is still alive. <laughs> right? <laughs> <That's very true. laughs> I mean, yeah. It's going to be a hell of a fight. It's going to be yeah. bloody. They're both pretty um, much undestruct, indestructible, undestructible. Yeah, pretty much. I'm leaning to Hulk. I'm too. I though. think yeah, I'm gonna give Hulk the edge. Yeah, for sure. The next couple are this. This is the one where it's gonna be a little bit more of a discussion. Mm-hmm. Like Cap and Hulk is pretty much. Uh, I don't wanna say no brainer, but no brainer. <laughs> but Ariel, we have Doctor Strange. Is that is that backwards? Oh, I thought I, I thought War Machine was the aerial and Doctor Strange was the distance. Yeah, aerial. I went one War Machine. Hmm. Oh yeah, I just I you said I'm backwards, so I wrote. Oh, it I did. Yeah, I went backwards from what you guys did. Well, then that just makes it a little bit easier for me for that row. I think I think the Wasp has a little bit more of an advantage because the Wasp has the same. Mechanisms. Similar suit, but she can also yeah, shrink. Yeah, she shrink can shrink can down, and she can go inside and sting all of his components yep. and rip them apart. So she can shrink down and... Yeah, yeah, yeah she, she can get inside. Like, She's Ant-Man with wings. Like I, can Ant-Man stuff. did to Iron Man's suit. 
Mm-hmm. He's shrunk down and got inside. I think she can do the same thing. Especially if he's got a broken back, right? Isn't he the one? He's got the tech to be able to survive. Uh, I mean, we could take a look at these numbers. I just don't really... I'm not really sure I like these numbers. Because uh, a 3 and a 3 for intelligence. A 6 for strength versus a 5 for strength. Uh, five for speed. Yeah, because War Machine's armor is a little thicker. I mean, she's kind of just in like a yeah. unitard kind of looks like. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like if he gets a good blast on her, she's done for. Yeah, but we also seen her like dodge knives and stuff by just shrinking down and running across them. So yeah, the blaster is obviously faster than a knife. Right. So I just I'm not sure if I like her ranking. You know, like two for durability. Obviously, not wearing much clothes. Four for power, four for fight is really good versus War Machine's three for fight. I mm-hmm. just think that, I mean, he, the only reason why he's dur- durable is because he's in that suit. Right. We saw what happened when he loses power to his suit. He's, yeah, doesn't have much to go off of. He just falls. Yeah, just, you know, falls to his possible death. <laughs> um, but he does have, he, he's got some guns. He's got the big guns, too, the ones that like yeah. come out of his back. Mm-hmm. It's tough. I, I'm leaning to Wasp. Yeah, I think the deciding factor is just the, her ability to shrink, and shrink down and just kind of mm-hmm. deactivate everything mm-hmm. that he could do and and him not get out of the suit fast enough. And, th- and that would hurt him, too, trying to get out of the suit. Then he's not. He's just a human. So I think I would, I'd lean towards Wasp. Same. Yeah, I'm in that in that boat. Kaplow. <laughs> Marked. I like this matchup, the Vision and Doctor Strange. Yeah, they're yeah that's, that's tough. We got intense first battles here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they both have, you know, the Infinity Stones. They do both have an Infinity Stone. Ooh. If Doctor Strange loses, he can always turn back time, though, and do it again. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, couldn't Doctor Strange just, like, open a portal and, like, send Vision to, like, another planet mm-hmm. and then be done? Couldn't Vision find his way back, though? I think he could, like... <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. You guys talk. <laughs> yeah, we're about the characters. Tonight. Yeah, you got. Yeah, I want to hear your guys' thoughts. Well, I see Vision being trapped in one of those mirror boxes or whatever. But he can face through them. Not if he doesn't know where he is. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> <laughs> like he could be on a different like universe. He can send him to. I feel like Doctor Strange has that ability, but I don't know a ton about Doctor Strange. Right. He could. Like he could be locked in like a all glass cell that um, Magneto was in mm-hmm. and just not even know where he's at. But I don't know if Vision can dodge all of these, like, whatever Dr. Strange is throwing at him. Or block them all. It'd be tough, you know. Because <laughs> Vision is made up of adamantium. Yeah. So you can't really... Verbranium. Yeah, you can, yeah. yeah. You can't really destroy him, but you can trap him or something mm-hmm. is the only thing. And in the in the the Black Order... Is easily taking advantage of Doctor Strange, but they're also taking advantage of Vision, so we can't really use the trailer as a, an identifier. This is tough though, because <laughs> if you look at the list, they're pretty much identical. Dead, dead. They're both four point five. Wow, on the average total. God, you know, Vision <laughs> has the strength advantage. Doctor Strange has the speed advantage. Vision has the dur- durability. Is that what that is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Advantage. And then they're both a six for power. 
Because Vision can shoot at Doctor Strange, but he can make those little shield, yeah. like whatever he does, with those circle shields in front of him. So. And then he can mm-hmm. use whatever artifact you know, is available to him. The, the cloak, the eye of Agamotto, mm-hmm. the boots that apparently he gives to Peter Quill. But uh, this is tough. And didn't... Doesn't Vision get stuck in the floor or something in Ultron? Yeah, Scarlet Witch sends him down. So couldn't Doctor Strange do that same basic thing? Yeah, yeah pretty much. I'm, I'm <laughs> leaning... I'm honestly leaning to Strange right now. Steven Strange. I think we give it to Doctor Strange. That'll make it a more even match because it'll be two. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. it'll come down to the last battle. Oh, yeah, down to the last <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> This is intense. Oh. <laughs> now we're talking TV versus movies mm-hmm. now. Yeah. It's going to be tough, too, because Punisher can just take her out from anywhere. She's also good, like got a good snipe. Like She's good with guns, too, and the swords or whatever. So if yeah. he gets his gun knocked out of his hand. From the movies, she's like very she's agile. There. Her speed, she's got good speed very agile but she's got a four speed on the here punisher is above her oh really yeah punisher is above her he's slower than her but he is higher on the list than she is again they're neck and neck on the list yeah they are (laughs) man because she's only got the one power, but I feel like if you give her a gun, that could bump it up to like a two or a three, and then mm-hmm. that'll even out their scores. <laughs> Keith, you got anything to say about the Punisher that'll give him an advantage? He's human, though, right? Uh, he's, yeah, he's human. Yeah, she's I, I an think alien. She, I think she can find a way to... She's Thanos' daughter. Stab him in the neck or something, Man, and him not... Uh, I don't know. His durability, yeah, released from good. the TV show for one. Yeah, he got it's his like ass he kicked. Could, he was almost dead. And dead he came back several times, and he's come back. Yeah, get that adrenaline in, in him. I mean, you piss him off, and he... I can't believe his power is five. Yeah, she's a one. Yeah, I would definitely but bump hers up. I would bump, yeah. To at least make them even. How does the gun, just guns alone make him five? I don't because he's all around military training. Yeah, yeah. he's all around yeah. just militarily. Just, yeah, it wasn't a sniper. Don't let your don't let your salt <laughs> try to tamper with the way that we feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm on I'm on I'm on his on his train. Gamora is a daughter of Thanos, trained as an assassin. She she can fly spaceships. Yeah. It's 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 tough because Punisher's a badass. It's definitely going to come down to the very end with them too. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like maybe that Thanos like training it might give her if, a slight edge. If they stay at a distance, Punisher's going to win. I know, right? If they go hand to hand, close up combat, combat could win, or most likely will win. Nebula is way up on the list, mm-hmm. and she beats Nebula That's every true. time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she is familiar with Nebula because she's fought her yeah. several times. This is true. 
and they're both wild cards here. This would be a hell of a battle. I really want I to know. see this. <laughs> this would be good. <laughs> Too bad he's not in the MCU, like in the movies uh, proper. If there's any animators listening, <laughs> can you can you make this happen? Like three D animation or something, bias, please. Yeah, this is tough because I like it's Punisher, and so I'm leaning towards that. And I'm leaning towards Gamora, so <laughs> right. it's going to come down to a fifty-fifty at this point. I have to flip a coin. I think that's what it's going to come down to. Well, if you're if you're looking at Gamora, I the the numbers say Gamora. Like regardless of what the spreadsheet says, numbers. I just think she's traveled the universe. That that I give it her the advantage there. Like experience wise, maybe. Yeah, she's she's fought alien. He he's killed humans, but like she's killed monsters, monsters, and yeah. aliens, and. Mm-hmm. It could be over quick. <laughs> it really could. Yeah, he could he just gets, mm-hmm. shoot her in the back of the head. <laughs> he just gives He's no nonsense, just like, I'm yeah. This. It's like, I could easily go either way, but I think I'm leaning towards Gamora, though. I was, too. But <laughs> so I'm like, I could be, I could be easily convinced the Punisher if you say, "Gosh, dang it!" If, like, <laughs> so I wore my silicone ring. Um, I just, I'm gonna coin. I get one. Yeah, you get one because, That's like, thinking is, doing the conversation, yeah. I w- I went from Gamora to Punisher. Yeah, just flipped. I went into the sinking Gamora. Uh, and, then, and I went the opposite way. I thought Punisher was going to win <laughs> to begin with. And then after I thought about it more, I started... So how do we decide whose heads and whose tails? Because that's going to be another Rock, discussion. paper, scissors. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We could do like a three-round rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say Punisher's head because he's got the skull logo. Yeah, there you go. Mm. That works. <laughs> it's almost like... <laughs> it's almost like each time they would fight there'd probably be a different outcome yeah so right. yeah uh all right so the punisher's heads because he's got the skull there you go oh i'm just gonna flick it onto the floor okay oh, man i can't see oh. it <laughs> <You're> too far <laughs> away heads. heads punisher Wait, gets it unless you don't believe me sorry oh, he oh. said he said heads <laughs> Yeah, it's a head. Okay. Punisher is Punisher's the, the winner. winner. Oh wow, that was that was a good battle. Cap, sorry, buddy, you're out. Team, <laughs> team Pale, what are you doing? <laughs> You've been eliminated. Oh. I'm for sure, I was done there. <laughs> I could flip it again. <laughs> That's, That's two, two out of three. three. Can we do rock paper scissors? <laughs> no, it's all right. I was that was a good thing to lose, but I didn't realize we'd have that good of matchups there, Pam. Yeah. There's a lot of thought going into that. I'm, I'm cool with that. All right. So now round one, second matchup. We have Team Saf versus Team Justin. Mm-hmm. Our leaders, Iron, Iron Man, Man versus, versus Star-Lord. That's a battle I want to see. I have a feeling we're going to see a little bit. <laughs> or at, at least, least a verbal battle. Fight, we did in that trailer. They have a similar personality. That's a really nice plan, but it but sucks. <laughs> Someone let me do the plan. And so it'll be awesome. <laughs> wow. So the banter amongst them alone <laughs> would be great. You're right. They're very similar characters. Um, the Iron Man's smarter. Iron Man's smarter. He's got more in his arsenal. I mean, on paper here it says Iron Man all the way. 
Well, yeah, because you have Iron Man up the number one spot, <laughs> and then Star Lord. He's you know, like seven or eight from the bottom. Yeah, number twenty. Yeah. Personality wise, I'm gonna take Star Lord if it's like a personality <laughs> oh, <yeah>. fight. <laughs> who can outwit who? Yeah. yeah. Who's the bigger douche? Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, the biggest asshole. Biggest asshole, Iron Man. Who has more enemies? Iron Man. Probably. Who's the most witty? Star Lord. Yeah, it'll be tough. No, for me, I just don't see Star Lord coming out of this a winner. Yeah, I think Iron Man's armor. Yeah, yeah I think he's his, his got a little bit more. His abilities, his everything with his suit is a yeah, little overwhelming. I mean, Star Lord can also fly, so it's not like Iron yeah. Man can stay away from him the entire time. Right. Yeah, that's why it's a good matchup there. They both have similar. But Iron Man's got all of the Iron Man suit, mm-hmm. and Star Lord's just got the mask and the boots, <laughs> yeah. and his little blaster in his hand. And Iron Man's got the hand blasters and the little chest one. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot going for him. And now he has that new, you know, uh, jet foot propelled mm-hmm. thing. Oh, yeah, that, that thing. he's got wings, and that makes him much faster. I mean, he could grab him and well, Star Lord's got that mask. So, that, so if you go up, you know, up into the up into space, Star Lord can Star-Lord deal with that. Star Lord can do it, whereas Iron Man can't because last time he went up into space, mm-hmm. his suit froze. That's right, his suit was shutting down. The last time Star Lord went into space, he froze. Uh, oh, let's see what went without his mask on. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like his skin would freeze faster than Iron Man's. I suit. think, yeah, I think so. True. Probably leaving the orbit would be really not be that good. Mm-hmm. Once you're out of in space, you're fine. I don't know. I, I think I do agree. Iron Man is far superior in this one. Just looking at be, building a team based off of all these criterias, having Star-Lord as a leader sounds pretty damn yeah, good. It'd be more entertaining to watch, for sure. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, I think I can agree with the Iron Man ahead. The next two matchups are pretty exciting. Though. Mm-hmm. So hand-to-hand, Winter Soldier versus the Black Panther. Ooh. Hands to hands or hand to hands? <laughs> hand one hand. Hands to hands. Hands to hands. That is a good one. That's a good matchup. Right off the bat, Black Panther has the whole vibranium suit where yeah. Winter Soldier just has the one arm. Mm-hmm. Which isn't going to help a whole lot. The White Wolf versus the Black, <laughs> Black Panther. <laughs> White Wolf. I mean, Winter Soldier can use guns because, like, we've seen him, and Black Panther just uses his nails. But but with you the can't suit, shoot through the vibranium. So yeah, he shot through his. He caught uh, yeah Baron Zemo's bullet from you know the thing. And every fight that we've seen of Black Panther and Winter Soldier is Winter Soldier running away. Yeah, and Black Panther also has that flower he eats that gives him extra strength and yep. speed. Mm-hmm. Black Panther is higher than the Winter Soldier on this list. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> we're supposed to not talk for yeah, Black Panther. Oh, that's right. Well, for me, the just the vibranium advantage. I, th- I think that's an advantage for Black Panther. Yeah. He's got a vibranium arm, though. Winter Soldier? Yeah, but it's just an arm. Not a whole body. Yeah, it's not a whole body. Unless well, I don't think it's a vibranium because it was... They built. They made the arm back in the '40s after they found him, and his new arm is vibranium. It, yeah, because yeah. yeah. he's in Wakanda. What else is yeah. it gonna be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But avoiding one arm. 
Unless they're fighting in front of that light that's on that train track. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Negates all their... Black Panther has the intelligence advantage. Um, They're dead on in strength. Speed. Agility, I feel like. Black Panther's only a two speed. Would have more. That would be well. He normal. is just a man. It's not like the suit gives him. But with I think with that flower, if we count that, that, super, that gives yeah, him heightened abilities. So that could be yeah, that could senses. be higher, depending yeah. on the, the flower. Mean, Winter Soldier has higher speed because the whole foot chase, like he did get away. Like yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give this to Blank Panther. I'm feeling the same too. I was thinking that too. Yeah. I didn't want to throw Winter Soldier under the bus though. <laughs> I think it'd be a really good fight. It'd be fun to watch. Ant versus Spider. Oh, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that one's going to be a tough one. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's Spider Man and we're using him in the universe right now, he's just he's not still learning. Pup, yeah. 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 Ant-Man doesn't know shit He doesn't either. know shit yeah, either because he's just dumb. Yeah. And I love it. But yeah, they're both about the same intelligence level. One, but one's <laughs> only in high school. Though. <laughs> I don't know if he graduated. I don't know if Ant-Man graduated from high school, though. He might have just went to straight to jail. Yeah. I think Ant-Man, because he can, you know, he could be giant man. Yeah. That would get him an edge. that really old movie called Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Or, yeah. That could be bad, though, if he was that big. But if he got small, he could go and just like deactivate the the web shooters. Yeah, and yeah, take that and take, take that, that away, away from him. What suit are we wearing? Are we wearing the iron suit, the iron spider suit. Are we wearing his home created suit. <laughs> are we wearing the homecoming suit? Oh. Mm. I mean, the iron spider would be sick, but yeah. I still I think, think Ant Man could climb inside of whatever suit yeah. it is. Well, that's what I mean. It matters, like. If he's got regular suit, I don't know a lot about the Iron Spider suit because I haven't seen it in the film yet. Yeah, it's just like Iron Man, but with the abilities to. Can he fly? Does he not need the web shooters? No, anymore? he needs web shooters. Okay. No, it's just extra armor, basically. Yeah. And it's got that woman in his head talking to him. Mm-hmm. But with Spider-Man, with his ability. His spidey sense. I don't know if he could sense Ant Man a little bit more. Not. He just doesn't rely on his eyes. He's got other senses yeah. that are, you know, he's mm-hmm. got better he hearing. Could sen- he, yeah, hearing or whatever that he could. We haven't actually seen him use a spider sense yet either. That's true. Right. We in the trailer we see him like when his hair stands up on his arms. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think he would immediately figure out if Ant Man was inside. Yeah. Like messing with something. But could Ant Man be quick enough to like deactivate whatever web shooters, and then you like get out and because he's gonna huh. do it twice, one arm over here yeah. and then the other arm over here. I could see him getting away Wait, with getting one. one, and I don't think Spider Man would fall for it for a second. And then time. maybe right. like Spider Man, you still slow him down with just one web slinger, right? Web shooter. On paper, Ant Man is above Spider Man by like almost a whole point i know it's tough i'm kind of leaning towards ant-man but that iron spider suit we don't know much about mm-hmm. that iron spider mm. suit is probably still no match for ant-man because ant-man can rip the suit apart yeah yeah 
go inside the suit, become large. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Just get in, boom, <laughs> blow him up. Kill him. Destroy this spidey suit. Kill Peter Parker when he's right. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Ant-Man the, the edge here. Okay. Keith, you yep. agree? Yep. Works right. for me. Okay. Quicksilver mm. versus Thor. <laughs> I went with X-Men Quicksilver, not the dead version in from Ultron Quicksilver. Okay. <laughs> oh. Thor. Hands down. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to say Thor. Just Let's not overthink this. Spread out is like, and kind of stop. He's running, running. That's all he's yeah. going to do is run, run, yeah. and then eventually, yep. going to drop the Something hammer. Something will get him. He'll, he can trip him up somehow, and then he'll take advantage of him. Yeah. Okay. Final Down to those two. <laughs> Final two again. Groot and Scarlet Witch. What's her powers again? Why is this so hard? Because she, she's like, she's basically Doctor Strange, like power wise. Possibly. Similar. She, I mean, she can't do the portals. She can, yeah. She makes those like shield things. But yeah, she can manipulate um, with her magic and. She can also do, projectile because she was killing yeah, those Ultron things. Mini Ultrons. And it, Groot can regrow. It takes a while, though. Yeah. Um, I but like I, she can just rip them apart. It'll stop him for the battle, but it won't kill him because yeah. he'll come back. He'll grow back. I guess it's, you know, who's faster. At, like, if Groot gets a hold of her, I think she's done. And then if, but if Scarlet Witch can just rip them apart faster than he's done. Well, if he grabs all of her. See, what's her speed like? Groot's. I would say Groot's probably pretty slow. Slow, yeah. She's got a yeah. two-speed as well. Groot has a three-speed. So, not a big difference there. Because he can reach his arms out and grab her, like, like he did to all those guys in the hallway. And, and just like, like no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he could, if, as I'm saying, like if he can get his hand on her and just, he could end it. Conquer on the head. Bonk. <laughs> and I don't, yeah. <laughs> just, like, pick his hand. <laughs> Peter Quill asked me to do this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Keith? Are you leaning towards anyone? Particular. Oh, this one's tough for me because I don't is. know much about her. So <sighs> I know more about Groot, and I agree with what you're saying. It can easily overpower her, but will he have the chance to? I just have a feeling maybe. I feel like Groot is just like he'll take whatever hits him first, and then he'll he's slow to figure out mm-hmm. how I could stop this. Yeah, he's just reliant, more reliant on his strength. That he could be outwitted. I feel like she might be able to figure out a way to to win this with her her magic. I'm leaning towards her a little bit. I don't know. Should we flip a coin on this one? <laughs> <laughs> she's so low though, like on the list, because that's all she that's she's just relying on her power. Remember what she did to uh, Vision. Mm-hmm. But and Groot he's also just relies manipulate because he's in love with her. Yeah. True. Groot just Groot's relies on exactly strength and durability. 
Like he can make the shields out of his arms and stuff like that mm-hmm. to block her projectiles. I guess. Okay, I guess I'm gonna say Groot. Oh, I don't know if she has the intelligence to like pull it off. She's also a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the movie, she's a crybaby. Yeah, and like she's not Ultron. She was a big baby. If it was like Baby Groot versus Scarlet Witch, she might have the advantage. Yeah. Dance off. Have <laughs> <laughs> a little dance off. Just because pants like, off, dance off every day. <laughs> we haven't seen her really. That's true. In a fight. The way that we've seen original group. Yeah, I mean the worst part is, I'm I'm just going to agree and want to mark Groot here and accept the defeat. <laughs> um, I was thinking team battle versus team battle. You know, yeah. I was thinking all five instead versus of, all yeah, five I instead of pitting. Thinking like, differently here. Yeah, Drax and Nebula like would have been perfect against a group, you know, but. Just the way things happen, you know. You can't win them all. Sorry. So, Saf and Keith. Ooh, dang! Surprise me. <laughs> I was fully expecting. <laughs> I know. We've all said Pale is going to win Pale's that first win. round, and then we go we go down the and we had the, the head to heads and the... switch. Like, oh yeah, that wasn't supposed to be there. But and it also depend like yeah, fighting all at once or as a team versus a team is different we might have drawn different people if we knew but it also depended on who we were facing in that battle yeah well, we so, didn't know who we were facing yeah so you wouldn't you know. know who to pick mm-hmm. and if we did team battles we could literally be here all day <laughs> talking about this on we the could. same episode mm. <laughs> like yeah no like thor could just drop his hammer on someone's chest and lightning storm <laughs> yeah. somebody else and right no, that makes sense it. It makes sense. All right. I'm super depressed now. <laughs> <laughs> At least so, we had fun. We did. <laughs> we did. We did. I was, was trying to lead it into I need some beers. <laughs> so what do we have today for our first out beer? The first out of many. First out of many beers. We have. I think this is the this one. This is the correct one. The one Pale brought. The Bear Republic Brewing Company. So the Racer 5 IPA. Yes? Yes. I believe so. Okay. Fantastic. All right. Bear Republic Racer 5. All right. This one is from Bear Republic Brewing. They're located in the heart of wine country on the corner of Heldsburg's historic downtown square. Bear Republic Brewing Company offers award-winning food and world-class handcrafted ales. Established in 1995 by a third and fourth generation Sonoma County residents, the Norgrove family invites you to come and discover their diverse menu, family-friendly atmosphere, and more than 14 freshly brewed beers on tap. The daring and bold brews of Bear Republic have earned top honors in American brewing industry. Racer, I, Racer 5 IPA is one of the most award-winning beers in the United States. And that's what we have in front of us today. Coming in at 7.5 ABV and 75 IBU, this hoppy IPA is a full-bodied beer brewed with malted barley, wheat, and crystal malts. The malt base is designed to highlight the unique floral qualities, quantities of Columbus and Cascade hops from the Pacific Northwest. There's a trophy in every glass, according to them. <laughs> it's from Heldsburg, California. I don't think that was said. That's nope. where it's from. But in the heart of wine country, kind of figured. Yeah. California. The side of the can, or bottle, excuse me, we have a bottle. It says, keep cold, respect life, 
don't D&D, so it's a good thing we're not playing Dungeons & Dragons. That's, mm. that's good. Mm-hmm. Not yet. Real ale is alive. <laughs> yeast. It's good serve at 45 to 50 degrees. And there's a kind of a boring picture, I think. It's pretty bland. Yep. Uh, 2009, or, wow, 1999, Great American Beer Fest for IPAs at one gold. 2005, Great American Beer Fest for American-style strong pale ale, silver. 2006, Sam Award, silver. 2009, Colorado State Fair, best of show. 2009, Great American Beer Festival, American Strong Pale Ale, gold medal. Jeez, they are award-winning. Wow. Yeah, 7.5%. Anything on the IBUs anywhere? 75. 75. That's gross. Gross. First thought. All right, so the bottle is basic. It's got the erasing flag, checkered flag in the background. It's got some... Kind of comic stands almost, Racer 5 font. It looks like uh, some comic strip. I don't think it's like a, mm-hmm. a comic strip font. It's not like a comic sans per yeah. se. Uh, it looks like like the number five is like a, an old style NASCAR number. Yeah, yeah. painted on the side. Uh, painted on yep. the side, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. But yeah, it's pretty basic. Yeah, not much not to much. it. Yeah, Bear Republic, a nice little bear logo. I'm guessing they didn't win any rewar- awards for their... Uh, bottle <laughs> design probably not <laughs> who's that nascar driver that drove like the blue and white car like real back in the day um richard petty richard petty yeah yeah that's yeah that's the, like a throw stp 43 uh-huh yeah. i was gonna say that was the 43 not the five what number was speed racer i don't know was he number one bobby labonte drove a five so did terry labonte i think terry labonte was drove a five Good old Terry with the Kellogg's. Oh, I was yep. right. A speed racer? Yeah. Yeah, number five. It does look like oh, speed yeah. racer number five. Yes, it does. Oh, yep. Okay. It kind of reminds me of the Terry Labonte uh, cornflakes number five as well. Oh, yeah. They had to add a little bit of lean into this mm-hmm. five so they didn't get in trouble. <laughs> I can't. I mean, other than us nerdy people, I don't think a whole lot of people would point, you know, put that together. Nope. If that were such a case. Just like the uh, little Easter egg that you pointed out, I have not heard that anywhere else about the Doom, Doom. image and Thor. Mm-hmm. I looked it up. Oh, Nobody's said nobody. That. Wow. I have not. I have not heard anything about it. So really? Yes. Good job, you Keith. Heard it here first, <laughs> and, and possibly last. And like, <laughs> yeah. you could be internet famous. <laughs> Start so many memes with this. Yeah, they're still picture. searching for an Easter egg in the Guardians, of the, first Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, um, what's his name? The director. I can't remember his name right now. Oh, he put one in there? He said, there's one Easter egg that's in this movie that's no one has mentioned yet. <laughs> really? Yeah. Ooh. James Gunn. James Gunn. James Gunn, yeah. So what do you think of the color, color of this? Color, color. It's gold. This is more Triforce gold. Triforce looks feel a little like. yellow to me. This is... These all look different. <laughs> they do look a little different. Is this different. the same beer? <laughs> Depending on pale and the yours is way clear. I know. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. So we I had got the, the I got same the bottle. Top, top pour. No, we had the same bottle. They had it in the same bottle. Yeah. So this is just two different weird. bottles. We came from the same bottle. Yeah, I came. And then interesting. That is fantastic. Weird. 
Uh, ours is clear. Or, so no, actually, I think we were from the same bottle. So one of us, yeah, because yours is clear versus dark. Too. So I got bottom, top. Probably. <laughs> we should probably like mix these together and nah, report. We're good. <laughs> I think we're good. It's not like those nuggets where it was like yeah, this it's not as noticeable. It didn't one. look when I held it up. I didn't see any floaties. Or... It's almost like we need to get the fizzy wig back out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. fizzy wig. I should have brought that damn thing. <laughs> never uses it. I never use it. <laughs> Got its use out of it. Uh, I, I used it once and it's like, I'm good. <laughs> smells strong. It's very strong. Yeah, there's a lot lot going on there. I have a lot of foam on mine. It's like, as you can shake it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, it's just super hopped. It has four different hops, according to Beer Advocate Chinook, Cascade, Columbus, and Centennial. So, an alliteration of hops. <laughs> but I can't really smell flavor to it. I just. It's like hoppy and piney. Not much smell. Yeah, the nose is real light. Maybe some tropicalness. You might as well start drinking it. But the yeah, taste, yeah, <laughs> the taste is really good, actually. <laughs> this, is be- <laughs> this is better than the first time I had it, I think. Probably because you got all the good stuff in your glass. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty damn good. Doesn't taste like 75. Do you want no, it doesn't. I'm gonna switch because I know probably that's gonna be better than what you got. Yeah, this one's way different. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! <laughs> it is much different. Very different. You have more of the bitter hops. Mm-hmm. Do you wanna mix? Yeah, go ahead. Just make sure I get my cup yeah. back. Well, she's these guys would have disclaimers on. That's because he's like. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shake weight over there. <laughs> That's why you don't let Tail do anything. <laughs> I can't believe you trusted me to do that. <laughs> I guess I just got so used to you not being here that <laughs> nothing was going wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if Dustin would have done it, it would have been all over the counter. Yeah. And so. <laughs> all over Keith's floor. <laughs> Alright, now I can. I, now I'm liking it a lot more than that first sip I took. It was kind of just bitter and bland. Yeah, definitely better the, the, the mm-hmm. next time mixed around. up. So I was wondering what they were. Ooh, there's more pineapple in mm-hmm. there a little bit. There's a lot more flavor. Mm-hmm. So now I can understand what this uh, BA score of 4.19 was Dang. about. Exceptional. With 7,000 ratings. Oh, my goodness. So, rate beer, there's 2,550 ratings, which is huge, and it's a 99 overall and a 99 style. Wow. That's awesome. We've been rolling in high volumes <laughs> yeah. today. Untapped 3.87 out of 168,000 ratings. Three friends. I have three friends. Oh, really? <laughs> that rated. Chris Leland gave it a four. Dubsbox, four. And I don't have any other ratings from people that just tapped it and didn't rate it. Kyle Brower gave it a five. Um, Kyle ranked everything. That was back 2012. Right? <laughs> 13. 2013. Yep. Okay. Jeez, wow. He was still a young pup. It does get better every drink, though. I have to say. It's more balanced than that first sip I had. So. It smells different, too. It smells like a Chia Pet or something. <laughs> <laughs> you smell a Chia Pet before? Yeah. Smell them all the time. 
Have you ever seen the Bob Ross Chia Pet meme? Mm-mm. It's a meme where uh, you have Bob Ross perfect Chia Pet, like the hair is perfect, and then you have somebody else's where it's like all over the place oh, on the yeah. face. <laughs> and it's it. like, I've never done one of these Chia Pets, but he would be proud of you. <laughs> That's pretty good. So, on Untapped, which one is it? Racer 5 IPA. I just grabbed Racer 5 IPA. Yep, that's all. I, that's all. I oh, there's it's the, the actual logo. logo. Got yeah. it. I was like, I see a bunch of them. Different types. Oh, I just saw Pale's rating. Uh oh. Oh, that was me. Uh, Mia. Mia who? Back in the 24th of December. I'm bumping that up. What did oh, Mia good. say? Got <laughs> this beer. Level 10, I believe, an IPA. You can tell I don't drink a lot of whole I- I- IPAs. <laughs> but Only on the podcast. We drink a lot of IPAs on the podcast. I sorted all of the beers into ca- or types and ca- uh, styles. We have so many ale types. Mm. Yeah, like pale ales or IPAs or... Golden ales, wheat ales. Wheat, yeah. Wheat. So crazy. Crazy, crazy. But I'm checked in. Me also. Me too. You, you brought this in, Pale. Let us know. Want me to start it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can work our way around. I give this a four out of five. I think it's a pretty solid beer. It's better than the first time I had this. I think I probably had like the top part of the pour, and it just wasn't mixed well. But I think it's pretty solid. I like the the hop, some of the citrus in there. Um, not quite like the nugget level. Right. It's it's a different style too. I'm I, I prefer this style, but I just those beers are so amazing. <laughs> so. so you prefer this style, but you like those better. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I don't know. Are you sure you don't like the, those that <laughs> the style? <hazy> style? <laughs> Maybe I do. I mean, I just need to have more of them. Gave this a four as well. It was definitely much better after we mixed them yes. all together. Yep. Um, because my first the first pour that I had. I couldn't tell that it was, you know, 70 IBUs. This time, I can. This is, like, basically what I feel when I drink an IPA. Mm-hmm. But it's just the flavor is not as good as those tropical fruity yeah. ones. So, four. I like it. Me? Uh, I gave it a four as well. Um, just middle-of-the-road IPA to me. Mm-hmm. There's just not much really going for it. It's more bitter than most, but that's what I expect when I drink an IPA. This is pretty standard. I gave it a 3.75. I blew it. Um, I don't know. I don't see why it's so award-worthy. I was expecting it to be like amazing, and then I kind of got let down. It just kind of tastes like uh, everyday IPA. Mm -hmm. I I think what happened based upon the date in which this came out, back in the day when there weren't a whole lot of IPAs, this was one of the top notch. I could see we that. We have evolved yeah. so much more since this came out because as you were reading those dates, 2005, 2006, it got silver. So, so it kept, it's good, and but it started dropping something down is as yeah, more IPAs coming up hit the market. 1999, yeah. it won an award. Like, yeah, it won gold medal in 99. That's almost 20 years ago. And IPAs back then, I remember Matt Anthony was brewing that, and I had one of their IPAs first. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is awful, but this is what it reminds me of. Like, I think it's good and all, but it's just, I don't think it's anything too special. Yeah. It's like, I almost like an average. Too. I was like, mm. 
And it's just like leaving me a goofy aftertaste in my mouth. Yeah, I noticed that too. The more I was drinking it, as I got to the bottom of my glass, I'm like, it's kind of funky, like aftertaste. It's uh, it's not even like the bitter hops aftertaste. It's just kind of like weird. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I just think they use too many hops. You know, too many different different varieties, too many combinations. Yeah, I feel like you could heavily hop it, but you don't need all of these hops. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they don't mix well if you add in like four different flavors of hops. All right. Well, that was good. Looking forward to the next beer. What do we got next? The McKellar Whitfit. All right. So we have the McKellar Whitfit brewed and canned by Sly Fox Brewing. And we will get to that after these words from our amazing, amazing podcast friends named Blink. (laughs) Because I'll pick when I get to it. All right. Thank you. If you are looking for more beer podcasts just like the one you're listening to right now, then head on over to hoppedupnetwork.com. We are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities. Here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find. Hey, this is The Voice. I'm here interrupting one of your favorite podcasts to tell you all about mine. If you're a fan of craft beer, independent music, pop culture, and laughing at inappropriate things, then you should check out Drunken Lullabies, brought to you by Distilled Brewery. New episodes are available on draft every Sunday, so you can spend the Sabbath getting tipsy along with us. We try beers, play songs, and laugh our asses off. So go on, indulge yourself, and become a part of Drunkomaniac Nation. And if craft beer and music aren't your thing, you can listen to Drunk at the Movies every Wednesday, brought to you by Iron Spike Brewing Company. Listen to me and my friends provide our own alcohol-fueled commentary tracks to some of our favorite movies, unedited and uncensored. You don't have to be drunk to enjoy these movies, but it doesn't hurt. Until next time, this is The Voice saying, may your music be loud, and may your beers be cold. All right, welcome back. Thank you for taking your time to listen to that those words from those awesome affiliated podcasts. Uh, next beer that we have, we have dropped a mention that is uh, uh, Fitbit. <laughs> Whitfit. Oh, oh, Whitfit. 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 Yeah. It's from McKellar. Uh, you may have heard the name because we actually had a beer from them a few episodes ago. Two beers from them. We had the Foggy Geezer and the Lazarus. Mm -hmm. Or Lazarite? Right. Lazarite, yep. They actually worked with the uh, Three Floyds and the... uh, Yeah, Lazarite right there. You you have the can still. So Three Floyds, McKellar, Mashup. They had a baby. They had a baby and they called it a a baby. It's a boy. Yeah, <laughs> would you like to accept a collect call from Bob? Had a baby, it's a boy. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a, so it's a war pig. Yeah, it's, it's a war pig. Uh, so we got those couple beers we had. So we're actually having something. Is this from their technical flagship, uh, like stay, or is this more of like the contracted out make? Is this or is this is this them? This is more them than the. Than the foggy geezer and the lazarite was. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Because if you look at like a lot of their cans from like McKellar, it's all this like weird, weird goofy uh, side side face art, like yeah. stuff 
like how I draw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, how like a like a ten year old yeah. would draw. Yeah, sweet. All right, Keith, what do you have on them? Uh, not much. It is brood and can, but like we said, by Sly Fox. This is who they teamed up with. Um, an Imperial American wit beer brewed with spices. Not much to go off of there, <laughs> so but it is a wit beer and it's got spices, as most wit beers do. So. They have the ideas, the the recipes, and they just contract it out to other people. That's to do what it's it. yeah. like in order to get it to Americans. They yeah. had to give yeah. somebody an American to brew it because by the time they ship it from Denmark, it's going to be. Well, they True. load it up with hops, yeah. just like the British did to send their beer down to India. Good point. This does come in at six point two percent ABV, and IBUs are not available unless we can find it somewhere else. Untapped doesn't. I have do it. not have it. I'm looking up Sly Fox to see where they're located. It says that this uh, beer is oh. retired and no longer brewed. Sly Fox oh. is from Pottstown, Pennsylvania. There's also one in Phoenixville. What? Yeah, nice. IBUs are not on Untapped either. Uh, just in case you couldn't tell by the name Whitfit, it is a wit beer. This is not on Untapped. IBUs aren't mm-hmm. on there. Oh, I oh right. No. 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 Sorry. No, 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 no. That's what he's saying. Not, the, not there. I thought you meant it's not on Untapped. I'm like, bullshit. Oh, no, no. It's on Untapped. <laughs> No IBUs. IBUs are not there. Yeah, I started off with that. I said they're not on Untapped. Right. This it. is oh. yeah. Even though this is categorized as a wit beer, it says it's an Amer- um, Imperial American. So I'm pretty excited to see about this man. Uh, Pale already talked about how weird he looks. It looks like he's smoking that uh, that wheat? thing of Ranch. wheat. Wheat. His eyes he's are like, bugging out. He's like, hey guys, do you want to smoke? Yeah, freaking out, man. Is he like peanuts blood? on his shirt? What are those? <laughs> what those looks like? I thought those were like bacteria. Bacteria. <laughs> yeah, that too. Should we guess what his we blood turn. pressure it's is? <laughs> Should we guess his blood pressure in this? Yeah, it's one sixty right. over one ten. <laughs> I'm gonna say that's my blood pressure right two, now. <laughs> two two twenty over one eighty. <laughs> oh, he's dead. <laughs> Well, he is pink on this can, but if the picture on Untapped... Yeah, he looks like normal skin. Yeah. But yeah. The, it's also the background is darker, and his hat color. is yellow. Yeah. So, so I, do, I do like the colors of the can. This stands out. If I saw this... Like, okay, if I'm in, walking around the liquor store, and I'm saying, I'm just going to try a random beer based off its looks, this would probably make, like, top 20. Damn. On looks and appearance of things you could find at the liquor store. Because, you know, you do find all your big three and the big, you know, whatever that joined up with the big threes. And then you come to the craft section. That's going to stand out to me. Yeah, that's yeah. going to definitely catch my attention. Yeah, definitely. So, I, I like the can. Uh, all yellow. Sly Fox. Ooh, Sly Fox. Ooh, I love that logo. That is. I wonder why they didn't have, you know, such a great can for this. Maybe they were like, oh, we'll just use whatever logo they yeah. set. Um, I do like the colors, though. I like the pink skinned. Because whenever you're drawing uh, a human when you're a kid, you always reach for the pink or the peach mm-hmm. crayon when you're drawing a person. Yeah. Yep. So I guess that works. Should we take a look? look yes, we can. Here and try to decide where it fits it's on very our light. scale. Very light. Light gold, not like like through see through, or it doesn't look like a light yeah, beer. It's, it's, ha- it's kind of hazy. Yeah, yeah, I made sure to like. Streak it's cloudy. Up. Where do we fall on our list? God, it's. I would put this more close to the Triforce than the last one. Yeah, probably. Yeah, or the Star Fox. Oh yeah, I, I would, would. I would. How about we check with our resident uh, Zelda fan? <laughs> 
Probably always Star Fox. Yeah. Star Fox licking the Triforce. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a little bit darker. I would definitely go like Star 10. Fox. It's like, yeah. it's like a 10 on the... Star Fox fur. Fox fur. Since it's Sly Fox, we'll go with Fox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. There we go. I'm a fan. It smells like a wheat beer. Does smell like a wheat beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wheat beer. I smell the, the spices. The, the thing is, it is 6.2. I've never... Yeah, I don't, that's pretty high. I don't think I've had a wheat beer that was higher than 5. Right. At least on the show. Uh, so I'm pretty excited about that. It, I mean, you could you could smell the alcohol. You can smell the wheat beer mm-hmm. part. Oh, I'm just excited to drink it. Unless Pale's already started drinking. I'm not trying to. Oh, he drank half he did six months ago. <laughs> I, I already had it six months ago. <laughs> mm, that spice hits you right in the yeah, back. Yeah. What 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 do they call that spice? Coriander. Oh yeah yeah. Is yeah coriander. That's pretty typical on your wheats. Whoa. This is a little rough. Ooh yeah. Strong, definitely. Well, un- unexpected rough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I should have known when I said brewed with spices that it's going to be a little spicier. Yeah. I think it's got a good, like, initial flavor. It's just that lingering spice that's kind of mm-hmm. not horrible. It's just mm. weird. It's funny because they say the availability, this is only brewed once. Mm-hmm. So what does a brew on the can say? 15? Bunch of shit. <laughs> because this shit. was added to Beer Advocate in 2015. Mm. It was only brewed once. Maybe it was brewed once at that time. They Maybe it was it. once by McKellar, then Sly Fox kind of does it every yeah. now and then. It has that creamy feel on, yeah, my, uh, yeah. on my tonsils. like On your tonsil feel. On my tonsil feel. It's <laughs> creamy. <laughs> it's also it's like a little tingly. Like a, like, it does. Like yeah. a, it's got like a little tingly bite to it. Tingly, yeah. Very tingly. If you like hold it in your mouth, it, it tingle. Like, yeah, like, the like tingle a, would go up and up and like like a Coca Cola or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of me being on Beer Advocate, we got a three point seven three, but there's only ninety one ratings. Uh, uh, nine point nine seven standard deviation. Push up my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> right up through the skull. <laughs> uh. Rate beer, it's overall 82. Style is 97. Oh. Mm. Um, 85 ratings. A weighted average, 3.44 out of 5. Untapped, 3.56 out of 5,900 ratings. Uh, no friends tried this. What's too bad? I got one. You got one friend? You. Oh, I. Yeah, me. <laughs> you, want, you want to know what you gave it back in 2017? It's pretty low. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm feeling this one. Yeah, I need it. It's different. Yeah, and I kind of like that. I like. Oh. I like the change of pace, but I still it. It's not something that I'm gonna keep seek out. Like an everyday beer? No. I mean, will, will I try it on a pint? Sure, absolutely. Well, now that I know about it, now that I see it. I probably, if I saw it on tap somewhere, I probably would grab a pint of it, just because. Yeah. I don't think it's horrible or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I go to a place where I know I'm going to drink couple, you know, then I probably would stick to things I want to yeah. drink. But if I'm going to have one beer, probably would be a, not a bad one. I'd get it for the wife. And be like, hey, it's a, it's a week. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she'll like that spiciness, though. Uh, yeah. Who knows? She doesn't like a whole lot. <laughs> Yeah, I think my wife would drink this. She'd probably like it. Yeah. My wife likes wheat. She actually found a couple dark beers that she liked from the urban 
which we'll be having next week. Yes. Sweet. I'm pretty excited. There's a picture that I posted. I think I posted on my my personal Instagram of her drinking one. She's pretty excited about it. Well, that doesn't help us out a whole lot. You said something like, she's found a dark, or finally yeah. found a dark. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just saying, you guys, you're like, if you're listening to this and you want to see that picture, you have to find me on my personal Instagram. <laughs> you don't even know who's talking because we didn't introduce ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we never do. I, I feel <laughs> like they should know voices by now. They don't. I've talked to all of our listeners personally. <laughs> yeah. That's why whenever we're doing like our uh, little promos, if we all do one, put our name. Yeah. Just say our name and. Oh hey, this is just into our intro. Be like, but I'm gonna use your name. Hi, this is Pale. <laughs> just mess <everyone>. I'm <laughs> My name is Pale too. Hello, this is Pale. Oh, this is Pale. Oh, I'm, Hi, I'm Pale. Hi, I'm Keith. I'm Pale. <laughs> it's Pale and Keith. Hi, so I'm Paul. People will be so pissed. <laughs> I'm Bob. <laughs> I was asked if Bob was a real person or just somebody yes. putting on a voice. <laughs> that is awesome. We can't do that. We just couldn't do a Bob. But we can try. I don't even like apples. Because <laughs> if you listen to the 450 North episode, he's talking and then he, he disappears. disappears. He disappears. And then it's Keith doing his voice. And it's, yeah, yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's confusing. Oh, Bob, any comments? <laughs> no, I'm okay. <laughs> I can see so, how they're like. Is so that a real in, a, person? in a way, yes, <laughs> he was real at one point. Now he's dead. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Hopefully not. When this comes out. Oh no! <laughs> if you, you want to feel like an ass, <laughs> I would. If you want to know who Bob is, look up the thirty for thirty of Robert Horn yes. <laughs> on YouTube. Yes, I need to revisit that again. I don't think I've seen it through and through. Oh, it's good. Not to be biased. <laughs> you did create it. I mean, I started it <laughs> when you and Sarah were showing me, but... It's like 30 minutes long almost, isn't it? No, I think it's 55 minutes long. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> yeah, being a 30. Closer to 50. I forgot about... Yeah. Jeez. We had a lot of videos come in. Mm-hmm. Ooh. You did one, didn't you? I did one. Yeah, you and Caitlin did. Remember when Big Red <laughs> yeah, came on Big Red and Bob goes, <laughs> <laughs> You're so happy. All right, back to the beer. The more I drink it, the more I like it because I get used to that mm-hmm. yeah. that initial shock of the spiciness. Same. Same. I've already rated it. I'm ready to talk about it. I didn't even look uh, it up yet. <laughs> I'm all about popping out the ratings for this. I rated it. I'm keeping my same rating. <gasps> it's so bad. <laughs> well, you need to make a bigger, better beer. Bigger, better beer. Bigger, better beer. <laughs> bigger, stronger, faster beer. <laughs> and uncut. And uncut. Oh, I was thinking Daft Punk. Bigger, faster, longer, stronger. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. I went with a 3.75. <gasps> I, I mean, as I drink it, it got better, so it's mm-hmm. no longer a 3. Um, I don't usually go for wood beers. That's more of my wife's category, but I do like things with more alcohol. So this kind of piqued my interest. I've never had a, a wheat beer with so much alcohol. So it's kind of like yeah. a, a weird transitional period for me, but the flavor itself just wasn't, I don't know. It just wasn't that good. I like, I like a good, strong banana flavor mm-hmm. when I drink yeah. the Hefeweizens and such. So. It's like a hint of banana, but then it's also mm-hmm. kind of spicy. Yeah, very spicy. It just was the spices didn't go with the banana flavor at all. 
I gave it a what did I give it? I forgot already. Three and a half. <laughs> um, yeah, initially it was like a three or maybe a little lower, but as I drink it more, I am starting to get a better feel of it, and it's not too bad. But there's still that weird spiciness that I think there's just too much of that. Like a little hint of that would be okay. Just the lingering spice is not doesn't really fit with this style like what Dustin was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went three and a half as well. I kind of liked it when I first had it. I know you guys didn't. I don't know. Was it just because the way the IPAs and the balance in my mouth from before or what it was? But the more than I could get, the more I drank it, the more those extra spices started to come out. And yeah, it's a very weird balance. But I'm not knocking it. I would probably try it again, especially on draft. Oh, yeah. Because I'm not sure how old this can is since you had it back in December. (laughs) Um but, and who knows whenever uh, it was purchased. Right. Yeah. But it's unique, and it has more alcohol in it, and it's it's a unique twist on a style that, I mean, that's been around for a while, but you got to get unique to branch out, try mm. something new. So, yep. I like it. Yeah, and I gave it a three. That was my original rating. It, um, it just, it was not really for, like, for me. I thought it was a little odd. The mouthfeel was off a little bit. The spice, I don't know, was... (laughs) (laughs) I had to say it one time. (laughs) The spice was kind of weird, like, at the end there. I thought maybe, like, the spice could have been more, like, balanced. And it just, as the more I drank it, I'm like, eh, I'm not feeling it too much. So that's why I went three. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Well, I'm pretty excited because next we have something that we haven't done for a very long time. We got basically we got into this mode where we would find these crazy strange brews, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like a segment that we were just kind of tossing out there and it became kind of a staple, but there was something that happened before we did the strange brews. And that was our brouhaha session. <laughs> uh, so we had a brouhaha when it came to the uh, like the tournament, right? So we yeah. had a tournament where we picked these ca- uh, beers by category. And you can just revisit the March Madness brouhaha or the yeah. tournament brouhaha. We're doing sort of some- like the Olympics. Yeah, sort of like the too. Olympics. So yep. we're we're doing something like that right now. All right. So for. The brouhaha for the section, we have two breweries, and they're both in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. All right, so the first one is 56 Brewing, which is very fancy because this is the 56th episode. And that was a mistake or an accident. <laughs> yeah, it just that wasn't planned. It was no, I didn't really? realize I did it until I typed it in. Sweet. <laughs> right. Uh, we have a beer for them called the Nose Hair Bender, uh, and we're... Pitting them, like, uh, pitting them up against Fulton Brewing Company, also out of Minneapolis. Uh, we have the beer from them, the Sweet Child of Vine. Hmm. So they're both IPAs? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, well, the IBU suggests that they are, and they both have roughly six ABVs, or 6% ABVs, roughly. So I'm pretty excited about this brouhaha section. But before we jump into that... Uh, we need, we have some things for you guys to check out. So here comes the message from one of us. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> uh, and then just stay tuned after that for 30, 40 seconds of pure bliss. 
While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, DrinkInGeekOut.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at DrinkInGeekOut at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content. Find us there at patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. Alright, welcome back. That was a good little uh, read. (laughs) (laughs) Social medias. (laughs) If you follow us on all those things, uh, Patreon is great. Uh, we've never asked for money. We don't monetize these things, but beer does get expensive over time. And hosting and all that jazz, too. Yeah. So, all right. So, we are going to bump up to this uh, brouhaha, which I'm pretty excited about. So, the layout of this is we're just going to drink one, talk about it, do our normal thing, rank them, move on to the next one. And then at the end of that, we're just going to compare the scores, and whoever had their higher score wins the, the round. So it's only we're pitting the two beers together, and so we're just going to have fun with that. It's Minneapolis Melee is what I call it. Minneapolis Melee? 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 Melee. melee. I would say Melee. Melee. Yeah, melee. It's Super Smash Brothers Melee. melee. Or Melee. Melee? It's It's Melee. It's Melee. It's M-E-L-E-E. It's Melee. Or Melee. Melee. Maley. Well, it's not M A Y L E. No, it's not. It's me. M E is me, and Lee. Famous recipe is L E E. Yeah, Maley. Like I said. We have figured it out, guys. It is Maley. Just like the the discussion of mithril and mithril. And I digress. All right. So first up, we have the nosebleed. Nose hair bender. Close. That was close. Where'd you got the nose, from? right? I couldn't remember. I, just, <laughs> I, I knew I had nose. He knows. And noses bleed sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with a little bit of background about the brewing. 56 Brewing is who made this. They are a microbrewery and tap room in northeast Minneapolis. Minneapolis. We are a collaborative group of beer enthusiasts, some of us 15-plus year northeast Minneapolis residents who value the city, the community, the people, and the establishments as a place to work, live, bike, connect, play, grow, and have fun. Oh, gosh. Our motto is, we make beer, we like to drink. That makes sense. No one must make gross beer. (laughs) Our goal is quality, consistency, and the ability to rotate beer styles efficiently. We strive to use only locally sourced ingredients whenever possible, always in our seasonal variations and infusions. Our focus is on community and beer lovers alike, highlighting Northeast Minneapolis and the brewery culture. So we have Nose Hair Bender. From them, coming in at 7% ABV and 30 IBU. (laughs) And Nose Hair Hair Bender is a New England-style IPA brewed with Amarillo, Centennial, Chinook, Citra, and Simcoe hops. That's a lot of hops. Five hops, 30 IBUs. Which are all added in the Whirlpool and Fermenter. This produces an intense citrus aroma, like walking through a tangerine grove. The body of beer is smooth and sweet, and it finishes with a pleasant citrus bitterness. Hmm. So this beer has, is better uh, better hotel life than me, because it's got a hot tub, <laughs> a whirlpool, and the whirlpool, and fermenter. All right, so the can is basic, but pretty cool. I like the colors. It's like just orange and like what? 
gray. Cobalt or something. Cobalt, yeah. It's, it's like a gray. It's like a charcoaly gray. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually do enjoy having, like, that kind of gray color and a bright color background. Yep. All my programming software languages are like that. So I'm cool. drawn to that can. It's almost like they threw the name of the beer on the back of the can, though, because, mm -hmm. like, 56 is huge. I right. wonder if we looked at more of their cans, if it would be... All of their cans are probably have a big 56, like and they just throw the name then on the back. Yeah, above the... Well, if you look at above the 56, yeah. you have the name as well. But then they have their own special, like, logo for yeah. this, with the nose hairs actually being bent in the... And the, the beer stats, too. Mm -hmm. How many fluid ounces, the ABV, the IBUs, and all that's on the can, which is pretty cool. I do like the orange, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's nice. That sticks out to me. Mm -hmm. And the, sweet. Uh, the the accent of the hoppy hops. Hoppy design. hops. Oh, yeah. Like, Just that, like that, that little strip there of yeah. hops. And nose Orange hairs. And brown and nose hairs. also pretty cool. <laughs> and all 500 hops that they use. <laughs> the I had to edit the ABV and IBU because the ones on untapped are, say, 6.8 ABV and 65 IBUs. Oh, the can. But the can, I, I went just went based off of that. I believe the can. Uh, <laughs> all right, color-wise, this is a West Coast IPA, right? New England. Oh, it's a New England. As the other one must be West Coast. I think I remember seeing that. But this one is hazy. Yeah. It seems to be the style for the New Englands. Um, I would say what color would this match up with? Hmm... Lighter than Star Fox. So are we back to Charizard? Charizard's a little darker than Star Fox. Oh. Triforce. Triforce is the lighter. So is this Triforce, maybe? It's somewhere in that range of those three. When I hold it against my computer screen. It's about a 9 or a 10. Yeah. Maybe an 8. Depending on the light. Yeah. By your computer screen, it's darker. You hold it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we don't quite have we don't quite have an eight or a nine, and it's not quite the Star Fox thing. So I mean, uh, we do have some cool more Triforce. Yeah, let's say Triforce on this one. Triforce in the light. Mm -hmm. Star Fox in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> this definitely has a strong odor. That mm. citrus odor. Yeah, it's a bunch of hops. Citroma. Ooh, that is strong. Super hot. All five hops are. Coming through on that one. Juicy. Yeah. Oh, super juicy. <laughs> Did we mention it's a dry hopped IPA? Because mm. the write-up doesn't say dry the hopped. The can it's... says Ooh. dry hopped IPA. So this is similar to that, the hazy stuff. Mm -hmm. It is New England, so it's any IPA. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of excited to try this. I'm going to do it first. No, 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 no. Tails. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna try it. No point in drinking it. This when you're not the first. Definitely interesting because first hit, you would expect it to be super bitter, just by the flavor of what's in there and like all the amount of hops, like yeah, the flavors like, of hops. Well, knowing the amount of hops that are in there, but when you first, you first taste all the hops, but you don't feel the bitterness. Yeah, yeah. it's like the flavor of the hops without the bitterness. I think maybe the juiciness of whatever is like the. the Tropical flavors mm -hmm. kind of mute the bitterness. There's still mm -hmm. a little bitterness, but it's not outrageous. That could be part of that whirlpool process. Mm -hmm. They, If they dry hop them, they throw them all in, kind of like that last minute, just enough to get a kick of it. Get the but flavor, not but not like the right. full force of it. Mm. Damn, that's good. It's really that's... good, though. That is really good. Uh, I didn't mention this from Katie. From oh. Women Drinking Beer. Sweet. Both of these, because she's from 
that Twin Cities area. Oh, sweet. This she sent this to you, or she brought it to me physically. Oh, when she came out, <laughs> yeah, when she came out for the bottle share. Mm-hmm. Back, so it, I mean, I got it back in February, so it's a few months old. Oh, not terrible, not bad. Thank you, Katie. Yep. Yeah, thank you. This is pretty solid. Uh, I think this is pretty I'm a, damn good. I'm a big fan of this. It's because you're a fan of the New England styles and you didn't know. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm now. I'm starting to maybe I'm starting to like the New England styles more. You know, like to be fair, I didn't really know that there was a difference of IPAs. Uh, you know, yeah. like the New England style versus West Coast style versus just plain old American right. IPAs. I have no idea. Just the New Englands are always have more of a juice hint to it, and then the West yeah. Coast have like the tropical notes, but they're not as juicy. Yeah, they try to be more juicy, fruity. Yeah, on these. Yeah, I think it's about time we do a Midwest style <laughs> IPA <laughs> and <laughs> put a lot of corn in it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so That's more making, like corn in So we're making like a moonshine type of <laughs> yeah. IPA. It could be like a corn and don't we really grow a lot of peas or something? Or soybeans. 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 Corn and soybeans. soybeans. Uh, the first year they did the beer brigade, the Indiana beer brigade, like if you sign up for that, you get a free beer that's exclusive. Mm-hmm. And right. it was, I think it was Three Floyds did the yep. King Corn or something like King that. Corn. So that would be like the Midwest style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I like this a lot. I do too. I still need to pull it up real quick on the advocates. Can't find nosebleed, so I gotta look I'll up nosebleed. Tell you there's no score on rate beer. There's only seven ratings. And the weighted average is only a three point two five out of five. But I mean not a seven people. Not much to go off of. Untapped 3.81 out of 1,400 ratings. It's not too pop- not that popular. I have zero friends that rated it. Well, I mean, they're a microbrew, so you're only going to find it if you go to the brewery ah. or that area. Yeah. 3.91, <clears throat> 11 ratings on Beer Advocate. So do you think they even distribute, like... Anywhere or well, everybody in I, the area? Everybody I checked has checked it in has, is from Minnesota in the Twin Cities area. So you've got a it's probably a local thing that you. Yeah, I've seen website. several where they're actually at 56 Brewing yeah. mm-hmm. or they're at some uh, brew pub. I wonder what the nose hair bender part is. The hops that I think, I think it's strong, the strong yeah. smell is it gonna, says the intense citrus aroma. So because your Which nose hair is good. Yeah, yeah, there's there's. There's a lot to going on in the nose. A lot of these people that have tapped tapped it. Have gone to the Bulldog, Lowerton. It's probably a local pub. Up yeah. There. Wait, let me find that again. So I'm saying it right. Yeah, the Bulldog Lower Town. I think the other the Sweet Child of Vine is just a regular IPA. So we'll find out which one Pale actually likes more. Oh. <laughs> He'll convince us and himself that he'll like them both equally. (laughs) (laughs) One is better, but the other one's better. (laughs) It's like, wait, what? I'm going to make it really confusing. (laughs) I I like the style of this one better, but I think the flavor of the first one was better. (laughs) It's like, well. Yeah, it's like, wait. I'm checked in. Mm -hmm. See what kind of 
bullshit I survive. <laughs> That's why you don't come with but once a month. Yeah, the bullshit I provide when I come. <laughs> I just confuse the hell out of you guys. <laughs> don't get picked on, so yeah. Stay yeah. home when yeah. we record. <laughs> we still pick on them. I can't take, can't take the abuse. <laughs> it still happens. You just can't defend yourself. I believe in IPA, level 23. Got Land of the Free, 47. Not bad for downloading this app when we started the podcast. <laughs> About two years ago. Uh, since I've been starting this entire episode, might as well start and do it again. Yay! 3.75, and on the spreadsheet I wrote nosebleed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced. All right, um, the five different hops... A lot. It's a lot to take in, but when you first take it, you know, first drink it, you just don't taste. You taste it, but then it mm-hmm. just kind of falls off. So I've already, I've already said that. Uh, the flavor is okay. It's supposed to be juicy. Meh. Uh, it's better than uh, you know a few of the crap IPAs I've ever had, but it's not terrible. I give it a four and a quarter. I, I like it a lot. I, I am getting into the style. The style of beer more. I like the uh, the juicy. It's a little bit fruity, a little bit bitter. Getting a little bit of everything from the five hops. Um, yeah, I would. Yeah, this is like an everyday beer for me. I give it a four. Straight four. Um, the aroma, I loved it. The citrusy smell, the upfront citrus taste, but then with, I think there's just too many hops. I mean, some of them blend well together. Like, I don't know. It's just, it, it it's interesting. And after having, going to that haze off that mm-hmm. we did, I liked a lot of those styles much better than this one. But it's on the right track. And just the, with the smell and the citrus is what saved it for me. That's why I clicked it up just a little bit higher. But it, it does fall kind of short after a while. And then a little bit yeah. of the aftertaste because there's five freaking hops <laughs> just a little too too much i agreed with keith i gave it a four um, i've had better this of this style before it's really good it's just not doesn't quite match up to some of like the 450s or uh some of the other few other new england style ipas i've had but um, it's really good it just kind of has like a a drop off in the flavor that mm-hmm. I wish stuck around a little bit longer, but it's still, I'd still have it again if I was ever. You'd still do a pint of it, yeah. Like if you were out at a bar. Now that we have those in, the average currently right now is four. So we have two fours. We have a four seventy or four twenty five and a three seventy five. So that's an easy four average. So next up we have Sweet Child of Vine from Fulton Fulton Beer. It's a weird name for a brewery. It's not Fulton Brewery. It's Fulton Beer. Oh, man. I typed that wrong then. <laughs> weird. Yeah. The doctor says Fulton Brewery. Yep. And this is a lovely, plain old IPA. So while we pour this beer, just enjoy some more music by Eric Skeen.
we have Sweet Child Divine up next. I'm ready to go. Keith, smack us with that good stuff. Oh, we got a lot here on Fulton Brewing, where they are from. The house that beer built. Things happen fast. Less than a year later, we were in over 100 bars. I don't know where we're starting, but that's where it's <laughs> oh, I, I recorded about a different beer that, so, from them. So this is like the second half of that sentence. Okay. But that beer is not going to be on until later right. episode. So if so you want to hear the first half of this sentence, listen to an episode <laughs> that's coming out later. <laughs> uh, so they were in over 100 bars in the Twin Cities, and they had signed a lease for a brewery in their own in downtown Minneapolis. I can never say that. We, as we were drawing our layout and wanting more, or want, waiting for our equipment to arrive, Minnesota passed a key piece of legislation enabling packaging breweries to operate tap rooms. We quickly, quickly redrew our plans and ordered bar equipment. We started brewing and selling growlers in the fall of 2011, and by the following March, we opened our first Minneapolis's first tap room. Before we knew it. Uh, we were there. We were three years this in. This is a clusterfuck. <laughs> <laughs> we were having a blast, growing like crazy, and still waiting for our first paychecks. It was starting to feel like a very expensive and time-consuming hobby. This is a whole story. But the opening of uh, the tap room helped us to grow to the point where we could quit our day jobs. About the same time, we hired our first employee, Mike Salo, Salo who became our head brewer and eventually part owner. So I don't know how you hire someone off the street and then he becomes your first brewer. That's not good business for opening a brewery. But anyway, the downtown brewery was full before we knew it. The tap room took up half the building. We were brewing around the clock for our 20-barrel brew house. And we're adding tank after tank to keep enough beer flowing just to satisfy the Twin Cities market. Meanwhile, since the tap room took up so much space, we didn't have room for a packaging line. So we were still contracting brewing in Wisconsin for our bottled beer. In January 2013, the four of us had decided that we need to build another brewery. So September 1st, 2013, three years to the day after they entered their first lease in the downtown brewery, they got the keys to a 51,000-square-foot building in northeast Minneapolis. And it was the kind of brewery vision of a forever house, the place where we were going to move in for good. The New England brewery has eight times the square footage of our downtown location, and we get... Not New England, sorry, Northeast. Northeast. Wow. <laughs> We're doing all these nipples, yeah. and I'm like, and, and, and nipples. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so many nipples. <laughs> so much clusterfuck. <laughs> it's just written bad because I had the same problem when I read the other part of this. Yeah. So the Northeast Brewery. <laughs> Has eight times the square footage in our downtown location, and we get to brew on an 80-barrel brew house. The Northeast Brewery does not have a tap room, but our offices, warehousing, and QCQA laboratory are all located here. Today, the vast majority of Fulton beer in kegs, bottles, and cans comes from the Northeast Brewery. In addition to housing the tap room, the downtown brewery has evolved into our lab laboratory oh, for Dexter's laboratory. <laughs> laboratory for a small, smaller batch and experimental brewing, including collaborations, taproom exclusives, and barrel aging. All that to say, all that sweet child. Let's get to the beer. It is called Sweet Child of Vine, coming in at six point four percent ABV, sixty nine IBUs. Sixty nine. Um, generous quantities of Simcoe and Glacier hops are added throughout the boil. Then, late in fermentation, we infuse the Sweet Child with another dose of Glaciers, imparting a bouquet of hop aroma that veritably bursts forth upon serving. The Sweet Child has a serious malt backbone to stand up to all those hops, creating a delightful balance. 
Uh, I'm, I'm out done. of breath. You didn't even read. We're out of breath for you. <laughs> All right. Well, that gave me plenty of time to look up the colors. Yeah. <laughs> me, me too. I've been thinking about it. Yeah. No wonder you guys don't ever listen to me. <laughs> We're doing other things, trying to plan for the rest of the show. We're planning ahead. All right, so uh, the can, well, the bottle. We have bottles. Uh, seem very basic. Yeah, just like green and a lighter green. And then there's uh, the Twin Cities uh, silhouette. Pretty basic. And that's it. Oh, I have one right here. <laughs> you have to like the one I'm holding. It's very professional, in my opinion. I, I like the logo. I like I like the like skyline of mm-hmm. whatever Fulton's whatever city they're in. Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yeah. yeah. The logo is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, it's like a star made mm-hmm. out of wheat. I'm assuming. Yeah. But then they had you know they like, tell a tale in the back. They like talking apparently. <laughs> of course they do. Like, you thought that was a lot. That's only half of what they wrote oh in their, their About Me section. <clears throat> their other half is on a upcoming episode. Right. Uh, looking at the beer itself, uh, I pegged it between a 17 and a 20. Yeah. The, I was leaning towards a 20. The Whatever I got this from says 12.5 SRM, but this is definitely way darker than 12.5. Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely oh, yeah. definitely higher than 15. Yeah. Uh, I'm leaning toward. I'm leaning towards the Goomba Brown. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what too. I'm thinking. Goomba Brown. Yeah, it's not darker. quite the yeah. Baby Groot. No, it, uh, and it's definitely more than the Morph Ball orange. Yeah. yeah, I could put it in between 17 and 20. Yeah, but, but we like, don't have right now. There's nothing there. But, I mean, I think it's a 19. It's definitely so it just not turns up to a 20. Like a Charizard or a mm. Star Fox. Mm. Like, it's darker. Yeah, or John Hammond's Amber King. Yeah, yeah, it's almost an Amber. I mean, I could see it. Like, depends like how much light you throw mm-hmm. into it. That it could be John Hammond's amber cane. Yeah, definitely. If you put it up against the window, it looks more amber. But yeah, but just you know, holding up to the computer screen, uh, it looks a little bit darker than the seventeen, but not quite as dark as the twenty. But it's closer to the twenty mm-hmm. than the seventeen. So, so I agree. Yep. Goomba Brown, it is. Goomba, Goomba Brown, Brown. or Brown Ale. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like almost brown ale territory. Not much of the aroma here. Not much smell. Uh, what? I smell water. Not a whole lot going on. There's like hints of beer scent, but yeah. like, it's like it just smells like beer. It's like we filled it with water and whatever leftover beer mm-hmm. was in the like that washed. Yeah, that we didn't get washed <laughs> out before. I'm getting a sweet smell. I'm like a sweet pine. Like a sweet child of vine. Like a sweet child of vine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smelling a sweet child inside of this beer. Put it in my nose. Oh, <laughs> don't snort it, Keith. Do you have the can snort stick? Like, because the can shows up when I search for it. Oh, and I have. Ooh, that's awesome. Bottle. The can looks pretty cool. Yeah, I like compared. the can. The bottle's boring. <laughs> I definitely reach for the can before I reach for the bottle. Yeah. Yeah, and untapped it shows like the can. Yeah. Image. I guess it's boring because I just see the bottle. That's what's untapped. I like the logo for sure. Yeah. I don't really. Okay, so if I get a quick hit of like the beer smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely not, much, not like as much like these previous beers we've had today. Have, right. Had a lot more scent. Okay. So this is an IPA. It's, it's a it's a India Pale Ale. Mm-hmm. English style. Hmm. So yeah, it's more of it's more of the English like the like that. 
that bitterness you get from like the New England or not the New England, but the British style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the second that. sip had a little bit more hops than the first one. I mean, the last three beers, you know, went from four hops to five yeah. hops to two hops. Um, so you can taste a little bit of the bitterness here, a little bit of the hops. It's more on the malty, malty side. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a, a good like base malt, not a lot of hops, but and just enough. I mean, I feel like it's cleaner. Yeah. With I mean, lack of uh, lack of hops compared to the other one. It's a little cleaner. I feel like I could pull this out of that Newcastle variety pack that you brought. Yeah. Celadonian. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's the, this glacier, glacier hop. Yeah. We haven't heard much about it since it's twice in the brew process they throw it in there. Uh, the, the bottle says, ordinary guys brewing extraordinary beer on the bottom. I didn't notice that until now. I'm not feeling extraordinary. <laughs> Based upon all this extraordinary stuff we had, this, I think, is falling more towards short. the ordinary. Yeah. Yeah, I think everyone agrees, too, because it's 3.63%. Mm-hmm. Or 3.63 rating out of 5. Ooh. 3.68 out of 30,000 un- untapped. Hold on. Wait your turn. Nope. nope sorry. <laughs> Rate beer, overall 48. Style is 29. <laughs> oh, that just falls short with everything that we've been drinking today. 157 ratings, but the weighted average is 3.2 out of 5, which is higher than some of the ones we've had, so whatever. I still thank you very much, women drinking beer for this beer. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's good. It's just, yeah. I don't think it's as good as some of the other ones we've had today. It's definitely definitely falling short compared to what uh, we had earlier. Mm -hmm. I think it's still solid. I just don't think it's... Up to the times, you know, it's probably brewed a while ago. Um, yeah, it's not as good as the stuff that we've had earlier. Seems to be more popular, like it's more maybe more widely available, or it's been available longer because there's a lot more check-ins than the a thousand that were. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. thirty thousand. Yeah, I think 000. this beer has been around for a while. So that would make sense because. The one we, the 56 brewing is more of like the current style, and this is more of like four years ago style. Right. Yeah. Did Katie mention where she picked these up? From the breweries. And she's got a, a liquor store that she goes to, so it's probably like she talks about it on her show all the time. Like she goes to the same, and she talks to the guy that works there, so okay. I would guess it's probably whatever that is. I can't remember now. It's been like, Two months since they two released months. an episode. <laughs> yeah, it has been a while. Yeah, they're still doing a lot of events though. Mm-hmm. I know. So yeah, Instagram. I see it on Instagram and stuff. Yeah, it looks like she's in some kind of like homebrewing school or some. I don't know some some school. I'm looking to see if I can find a, a online brewers program for like mm-hmm. a brewing license or brewing degree cool. or whatever. That'd be cool. I went. I this dumb because I was at the Anheuser Busch doing the tour, <laughs> yeah. but like I just had this overwhelming feeling to be like the best stout brewer ever. You know? <laughs> I want to be the very best. You know, I'll be there to sample all your yeah. stuff that you make. <laughs> Is that your dream to be like the best stout brewer? Oh, ever? absolutely! Stout and porters. Yes. I even have a name for the first one I'm going to make. 
Uh oh. Really? Don't, don't reveal it. Don't. Yeah. Don't say it. <laughs> I'm not. I just said I have a name. <laughs> so it's it's, it's gonna be awesome. drinking geeked out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> How original. <laughs> I checked it in. I'm ready to roll. Yeah, I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to not roll. All right. Well, then I'll start it and I'll talk slowly. <clears throat> I give it a three point seven five. Um, I, it's really tough for me because I'm not big on IPAs, but where the nose bender had or nose hair bender had, uh, Sweet Child of Mine does not. But Sweet Child of Mine has things that the nose bender, nose hair bender didn't have. <laughs> so it's kind of like they're kind of not comparable because they're different styles of IPAs. Right, right. And so when I look at this one, I'm rating it because of these different things. And when I look at this one, I'm rating it for these different things. And they just so happen to pull up the same rating for me. Mm -hmm. So, I I mean, I like this, but it's not something I want to pull for every day. But it wasn't hard to drink. Just, it was kind of lacking in flavor, lacking yeah. in smell. Yeah. I gave it a 3.75. It was a good, clean, solid beer. I would drink this again. Style-wise, though, it's kind of low because just everything else that's coming out these days, and you know, it like, seems like uh, you got to be able to brew like the next best beer, and this one just style-wise kind of falls. So I would, but yeah, nothing wrong with it really. Just not a, personally, not my favorite. I went three and a half. Um. Honestly, if this was a blind taste test and you told me as an IPA, I'd be like, bullshit, show me the bottle. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> like you said, it, it just f falls short of what my expectations of what IPAs have been. It's more of like an amber style, at least look-wise and everything mm -hmm. else. I would base it more like an amber ale. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a little bit of the hoppiness, but not as much as the rest of these came out. So as a style, yeah, ranked a little bit lower, but I wouldn't mind drinking these. I'd rate it a little bit higher than an amber, more like a pale ale, but yeah. I wouldn't even say this was an India pale ale. There's no <laughs> right. way. Right. Uh, I, agree, I agreed with Keith one more time. I gave it a three and a half. And basically what he's saying, it's almost like they dropped a hop in my Killians or something. Like, right, yeah. It, it's like a little bit of hoppier version of an Irish red. But, I mean, it's good. I just don't think it's as good as the... The 56 brewing that mm -hmm. we just had. and I mean, I'll definitely drink it again, and I'm I'm not mad that I just drank it. It's just not the best IPA that I've had. Yeah, It mm -hmm. almost doesn't even seem like an IPA. If we, added, we, we had this on the show, it'd be, you know, good that we've had these ratings. Yeah. We had them on Brewaha, so we have to put them together. Mm -hmm. uh, that's everybody's rankings, and The Sweet Child of Vine came up with a 3.625, which means in the battle of the Minneapolis breweries, of course, these just those two, uh, Nosebleed, a.k.a. <laughs> Nosebender, <laughs> Hairbender, uh, has a 4. Sweet Child of Vine has a 3.625, so Nose Hairbender is the winner of this brouhaha. It's close, but... Yeah, 56 brewing mm -hmm. pulled it out yeah i would probably like be, if i saw the two i i would honestly reach for the nosebleed yeah yep, even, even though for me they both had the same rate rating uh because i didn't look at it comparatively <laughs> i just looked at it as uh the style that it was uh there so they showed up this the same rating for me but i probably would lead towards the uh 56 brewing uh, 
over that one, other one, personally. Do we all share the same sentiment? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I would reach for the 56th um, instead of this one. What I you also gave the McKellar a 3.75, so you're all about 3.75 this episode. <laughs> yeah, I am full 3.75. You're a 3.75 kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, it was just kind of that kind of day. It was kind of Middle that day, yeah. He's waiting on these stouts. And yeah, just just, where are they? <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any stouts? Uh, we have a plan later. We have a yeah, dunkle. I think we got one. We have a dunkle. A dunkle. So it's more of a, a it's a brown ale, but it's a dunkle. So. Um, All of our starts stouts were last month. Yeah, we we had yeah. plenty, plenty of those. Of <laughs> yeah, March was a good month. Yes, it was. <laughs> All right. Well, next week we have the conclusion of the Marvel battles. We have Keith and his Team Rocket versus. <laughs> <laughs> that is just funny to say. How, yeah. how did you get through me? How did that happen? Uh, his he support has a Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. We have a Hulk. He has a Hulk. Uh, versus uh, Saph and his team Iron Man. So uh, it should be a good matchup. I'm looking forward to seeing the conclusion. And I think that maybe we could, at the end of that one, kind of do like a third place thing. So we can probably just discuss in lesser detail yeah, it'll be between the, the, the lower two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You guys are on that. So yeah. obviously it won't be as in-depth as it was. We'll start with you two and then end with us. Yeah, so we, we can go. do probably five minutes discussing who would win between these two teams. And then we'll go in the bigger yeah. detail for you guys. Sounds good. Awesome. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the beers coming up. Uh, I know that we have some beers from my trip in uh, St. Louis to share with you mm-hmm. guys. I've tried uh, the two bombers that I have, but not the uh, the locker. I have not tried that one. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. I do believe that's the brouhaha. Yeah, we got another brouhaha to go yep. along with our Avengers battle. We're having brouhaha's. Yeah, so looking forward to that. Um, so next, yeah, next next week's episode is gonna be pretty pretty solid. It's gonna be lit. It's gonna. Be- <laughs> As the kids say today, do they still say that? Yeah, they do yeah, they all the time. Yeah. Uh, why did Rudolph get kicked out of a party? His nose was lit. He was too lit. But <laughs> you were close. You were close. All right. So this concludes this episode. And looking forward to next week. So from here in this uh, drinking geek out studio, drink up and and geek geek out. out. Hey, got it. (laughs) I think it's better when I don't. (laughs) You always do it on the third. Proud member of the Hopped Up Network. Hello and welcome to the ARMS version of the drinking and geek out podcast this is a show where we drink beer you sleep and we talk about it